Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Hi, Alan. How are you doing? Uh, Dashoda is the title I have here in front of me. Can you make the connection between Gavin and Dashoda, please? Uh, Dashoda is an entirely made-up moniker that I came up with sitting around the kitchen table about seven years ago when I started doing this. Uh, I just wanted to come up with a name that was different to myself that Hmm. I could use to just explore whatever I wanted and uh, also just leave the door open for any collaborations or maybe if the ba- if it was ever to become a band or anything. So it was kind of like having a blank canvas to experiment and have fun with. Yeah, I'm told it grew from imaginative atmospheres, visual colourscapes and building hooks out of feelings. Is there such a word as the shoulders? Is it just a word you've made up? I think it, it was made up at the time and then actually I could get this wrong but uh, I have a friend who's from India and he was telling me that there's actually a close relationship between that word and um, a, a place in one of uh, the Hindu religion mythologies but I can't make that connection myself maybe somewhere in the unconscious that happened I don't know Yeah, I, I am fascinated by your musical links because sometimes when you find out uh, who has influenced you you get to the core of who the new artist is there's a reference to you and your dad being avid Pink Floyd fans and I, I, a little bit of self-indulgence my favourite album of all time uh, is Dark Side of the Moon I just think that is for me the ultimate album for you and your dad is that the ultimate album or is there some other Pink Floyd masterpiece you like? I'd say in terms of Pink Floyd, you'd be hard-pressed to go better than Dark Side. Maybe if you're a real aficionado, you could make arguments for other ones, but I, I think Dark Side is a very special one, and it's one I come back to now and again myself. I don't know if it's my favourite album of all time, but it'd be up there. I think that's something that will change all the time. It depends on what day of the week you ask me. And, and what, what, why the influence of Pink Floyd on you? Explain why that influenced you so much, please. Yeah, I'd say maybe it was one of the first bands I ever heard when I was younger that kind of, I suppose, it challenged you in terms of its, uh, you know, the thematic content. So, like, what I mean by that is, like, when you listen to something like Dark Side of the Moon, there's songs like Time on it, which is, you know, I suppose they're about, you know, our own mortality and ageing and all those sort of things. And when you're a kid, you might not necessarily get that. But I remember listening to it when I was about 25 and it just hit me like a, a ton of bricks. I was like, oh, my God. And um, I just realised it was such a layered work and... Uh, yeah. I think that was probably what I liked about them. They were one of the first bands that kind of challenged me in that way. And, and then I look at the other influences on you, because we are going to play uh, Fooling Around Again from you to round off today's okay. edition of the show in just a second. But, I mean, Prefab Sprout, uh, Paddy McAloon, to Ryuchi Sakamoto, to uh, Roxy Music, to New Order, it's quite a spread, because all this has obviously got an influence in what we're about to hear in a few moments' time. Oh, yeah. I mean, a lot of it's, I suppose, 80s stuff. I don't don't know what happened when I was about 18 or 19. I just, the the sound of that music um, really got to me. And I think when I was a kid, I really only was into guitar music and I avoided synthesizers. And then I kind of realized you you could create, um, you know, a lot of atmosphere and a sort of a space in your music by using these other instruments and these would have been artists that leaned into that but they still wrote pop songs with conventional structures for the most part and I think yeah. I think that's what kind of led me to be interested in those. So everything you do now, is it you on everything from uh, I, I know you use a Roland digital recorder, you, you play guitar, mandolin bass and keyboard so it, what we're about to hear is it everything, you've put all this together yourself? On that particular track I'm pretty sure it's all me um there's a fellow who mixed it called Ross Fortune. Uh, he lives over in London, actually, but and I think he added some extra synthesizers just in the background. But I think most of it is 
it would have been a demo that I started at home and then I brought it into a couple of studios and just kind of hacked away at it like a painter might uh, a painting for, um, I think, a year or so um, just during the pandemic. So, yeah, I think for the most part, it's probably all stuff I, I layered up. What about performing all this live? Because we have a vibrant live music scene and it's getting bigger and better in County Wexford. And it's wonderful because a few months ago, a year ago, we wouldn't have had a live act or any act Mm -hmm. on the studio. But now all of a sudden, there's a whole host of them coming forward, which is really brilliant. So can can you recreate this sound live? Are you managing to do that? Yeah, so it's it's a good question because if you're a solo artist like this and if you're playing live and because of the way... I suppose the whole music business uh, works is if you're on your own and you need a band, you're, you're obviously going to have to fund that somehow. And then sometimes if you're a smaller artist like me, um, you mightn't have the budget to do so. You have to do it yourself and then you have to figure out a way to get your vision across um, on your own. So what I use is actually I use some technology. I use um, software called Ableton to run a little bit of track and play some synths live. And then I, um, I also play some guitar. I have a, a drum machine. Yeah. That's when I'm on my own solo. I can also just do it, you know, play it acoustically, of course. But uh, tonight I'm playing in the workbench and we'll have a band. So that's yeah. going to be a lot of fun and yeah. just to hear the songs in the room with, and playing with other people. So you, you kind of have to jerry-rig it a bit and yeah. um, figure out what's going to work for you, you know. The Workman Centre, it's in Dublin. For people who'd like to take a jaunt up the road to hear you and see you perform, whereabouts in Dublin is it, please? That's on Wellington Quay. So if anyone knows the Clarence Hotel, it's actually... Right, attached to that or underneath it, just just yeah. um, very easy to hello. access. Very easy to access. Do you come back to Wexford much, Gavin? Not as much as I'd like. My mother and my stepfather they still live in uh, Gory, so I'll get down at uh, regular junctures throughout the year okay. as much as I can. But um, yeah, it still it does, still does feel like home. I was driving back there recently, and um, actually we recorded all of our music videos in town in Tower Hill in a beautiful sort of 70s um, styled house yeah. up, up on the hill there so um, I, I'm really happy about that as well because obviously I started my uh, adventures in music in Gory.
Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran.